Are you fed up of trying to find the right accountant? You might be, or do you want an accountant that kind of clicks with you well and helps you achieve the things you want to achieve? In this video, I'm gonna share my top 20, that's right, 20 tips with you on things you should be looking for when hiring an accountant. Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. An accountant is going to be one of the most, if not the most important advisor to you. That's why it's imperative that you find a firm that works for you and works really well for you. Because one of the things that you don't want to be doing is trying to find a new firm every year, every other year, because the previous firm didn't live up to its promises. And a question that I get asked often, because I've been running my own accountancy firm for the best part of 18 and a half years now, is how do we find the right accountant and how do we find the best accountant? So this video is gonna share some of the tips with you. You don't need to implement every single one, but more things that you use from this list, the more likely it is that you're going to find an accountant that can work really well with you and for you. So the first one is an obvious one, is make sure that they know about property. Now this doesn't mean they have to be a property investor, although I'm gonna cover that off later on for you, but they should know about property. So an obvious question to ask them is, how many property clients do you have? Or how much do you know about property? Or start a conversation about what's happening in the industry, or start a question about the particular strategy that you're using and see how many clients they've got who use that strategy, or see if that accountant has any experience or knowledge of that particular strategy. And if you get a blank look, it's not the end of the day, but it's a good sign for you to say, maybe, just maybe, this might not be the right person for you. So that's your first indicator. Second one, if they do well and you think this is working okay, number two, find out who's going to be working on your accounts. Is it the senior partner, a partner or director? a senior accountant, semi-senior accountant, somebody junior, and of course the level of expertise you require may change from time to time depending on the type of job you're looking for. So for example, if you're looking for bookkeeping services, then it obviously isn't going to be the senior partner or director looking at that for you. But if you need specialist advice, then of course it'll be somebody more senior. But you want to know, do you have a dedicated client manager? If so, who are they? And if you don't have a dedicated client manager, who's going to be looking after you on a day-to-day -day basis? Are you going to be moved from pillar to post? So different people all the time, therefore meaning you'll have to explain your business to them again and again and again because they're new people. Or do you have one dedicated person as your main point of contact who you, and gets to understand you, you get to understand them, and you can work together? If that's the case, then I would, before I appoint the firm, ask to meet them, talk to them, and to see, obviously, if you're comfortable with them and they are comfortable with you. Number three, ask about the different services that they offer. Because the services you may be looking for, some of them, they might not offer. 
As an example, some accountancy firms don't offer payroll services. And if you've got, say, let's say three people on the payroll or more or less, then if they don't do payroll, you'll have to outsource that to somebody else. And that may be extra headache for you. You may need a bookkeeper or bookkeeping services. If you don't have one in-house, you don't do the bookkeeping yourself, then you want a firm who can possibly do the bookkeeping for you. Or they say to you, we don't offer bookkeeping services, but we have some contacts who do. We can either put them in contact with you directly or we'll manage that process for you. And here's what the fee is. And then, of course, if you're more sophisticated and you're doing developments, then you want to look at, do they offer appraisals, do they do business plans, do they talk to your funders, your joint venture partners. So make a list of the services that you require and then try and ensure that the firm you appoint offers all or most of those services because that's obviously extremely important. Number four is fees. How much are they going to charge you for the work that they're going to do for you? Now, my best advice to you here is, do not go with the cheapest and do not skimp on fees because you want somebody who adds value, who is good at what they do. And it may come as a surprise to you, and I'm sure it's not going to, by the way, is cheap is not always best. You get what you pay for in life. Having been in business for 19 odd years now, I've learned exactly that. So I'd rather pay a bit extra and get somebody who's good rather than skimp on fees and find somebody cheap and then find somebody else who will have to pay for something to be done twice. So discuss fees, make sure you're comfortable with those fees, but in those fees, look for added value. How much value is this firm adding to my business and to my personal financial situation? And are they going to help me achieve my goals, ambitions, aspirations, aims, and objectives? If they are paying extra, I don't think it should be a major issue. Number five, is ask your contacts for recommendations. So if you're in property, which I hope you are, because that's why you're watching this video, because my channel is dedicated to property, ask people in your community. So if you're part of a Facebook group, ask for recommendations there. Ask your solicitor, ask your bank manager, ask your IFA, ask your building contractor, ask other people within property, as in who they use as an accountant, and if one firm comes up two or three times or more, then that's a good indication if they're doing a good job for other people who you already know and trust, that is likely, therefore, that they'll most likely and probably do a good job for you. Recommendations are the best source of finding anybody anywhere, and that also applies to the world of accountancy. Number six, find out which software they use and which software they prefer. So for example, you might be using Sage or you might be using Xero and the accountant may prefer QuickBooks or FreeAgent or another software. And the last thing you want to do is for them to learn that software because you're the only client because it's gonna take them time to learn that software uh, and you don't want that. And if they prefer a different software, the last thing you wanna be doing is having to change from software a could be anything to software B, another software, because that's more headache for you. Of course, if you're outsourcing the bookkeeping and some other firm or, or a bookkeeper is looking after the software for you, then to some extent, you don't really care whether which software they use, because as long as they're happy with it, they do the bookkeeping, they give you access to the information, you're okay. But if you do your bookkeeping in-house or you do it yourself, then you want to make sure the accountant 
uses the software that you use or they have clients who use that software and most good firms by the way will be using more than one software so in my firm here we look we use sage zero and quickbooks so if clients are on any one of those three we'll say absolutely fine if there's something else we prefer them to move over because we're not too inclined to learn every single software out there just because we might pick up a client because we're very clear on the type of clients we want and the type of software we want them to use so there is efficiency number seven how available are they different people have different requirements for example when i send an email i don't expect the other person to respond within the next 30 seconds i don't expect them to respond in the next hour i'm not even too bothered usually they don't respond the same day if it take a couple of days to respond to me sometimes even three days depending on the urgency of the question i'm pretty cool with that by the way i'm, I'm not fast i know some people out there want people to respond within the hour or with by lunchtime or by the end of the day now you want to ask that firm do they have that response level because if they don't it's going to drive you balmy and nuts because you're going to be thinking i've sent an email this morning at half past nine it's now half past four they haven't responded i want a response what do you do you get on the phone you call them and the cycle goes on and every time you call them you get more and more irate so if you have a certain expectation that you in terms of communication make that clear to the firm and make sure that they can deliver on that if not find a different firm that works for you and of course if you're willing to pay for it most accountants will offer you the service that you require because if you're paying more and you want someone to get back to you within the hour or by within two or three hours there'll be firms out there who'll offer you that service but make sure you know that it's going to cost you some money number eight look at their qualifications are they a qualified accountant i'm not being snobbish here there are some very good accountants who aren't qualified who have the experience the benefit you have of working with a qualified uh, uh, firm or a firm which has qualified personnel is a they're going to have a regulatory body so if anything goes wrong you can complain to the regulatory body and the regulatory body does regular checks with the firms to make sure that they are offering the best service and to make sure that they are doing everything properly they have visits depending on which institute or uh, association they're part of uh, there'll be a cycle of visits throughout a certain period alongside that they have to have professional indemnity insurance which means if something goes wrong you can basically sue the firm for negligence uh, now firms that aren't qualified have no obligation to have that insurance in place i'm not saying they're not going to have it in place they might do but there's no obligation but if you work with a firm that that is registered with a regulatory body i.e the personnel are qualified then they have to have professional indemnity insurance that is a must and the third one and a key one is those individuals who are qualified have to do something called cpd continuing professional development that means every single year they spend a certain number of hours educating sharpening up their skills and if their property is specialists they'll be going on courses which help them to improve their knowledge on property that means they're going to give you the up-to-date advice on tax and other services so that's the benefit as i see of working with a qualified firm there are other benefits also but those are the kind of three key main ones that i think you ought to know about number nine do they offer you a money back guarantee now this is a big one 
Not all accountants do it, but I'd say to you, if you're with a firm or looking to work with a firm that offers money back guarantee, well, that's brilliant because that shows you they're putting where their money where their mouth is. So if they do something wrong or if they do something which you're not happy with or wasn't done on time, you can ask for your money back and that firm should say, Mr. Mr. Mrs. Miss Client, you weren't happy, here's your money back. Uh, that shows you confidence. That shows you they know they're going to deliver every single time. So if you can have this added uh, bonus uh, or flexibility or service or option there, that is phenomenal. I think you should go for it every single time. Number 10, their credibility and reputation. So how good are they? What's their credibility outside in the open world? Look at their website. Now, websites can be misleading because, of course, the website is created and written by the accountant. So even though they might not actually physically put the website together, all the information on their website comes from them. So they're bound to say good things about themselves. But do your research, ask other people about them and see how good they actually are. Now, this kind of really helps in terms of do they do seminars or webinars? Do they, uh, do they have a podcast? Do they have other stuff out there? Are they in the local media, national media? Do they write in certain publications? Have they written a book? Do they have free reports? All of these things, although they're not conclusive per se, but these things give you an indication and an indicator towards the reputation of the individuals. Because if they're good at what they do, they're going to put information out there in one form or another. So if there's the more information out there, the more it gives you an insight to how good this particular firm may be. So that's incredibly important. Number 11, which is I think one of the biggest ones, and you may think it contradicts number one, but it doesn't, it adds to number one. Are they a property investor? If they are, they walk the talk. They understand your journey to some extent. They understand your aspirations. They understand your pain. They know what it's like dealing with third parties, like solicitors, like estate agents, like deal sources, like funders, like banks, all of that, builders, contractors, they get the whole thing. And if they get the whole thing, i.e. they understand the sector, that means there's an instant connection between you and them. You're both interested in property and it's going to be a much better fit. So if you do nothing else from all the different items I'm going to share on this particular list with you, this, I would say, is one of the most important. Because if they're interested in property, they'll know more about property tax. And that's going to make it easier for you. They'll have a black book of contacts that they can share with you if you need something. For example, if you want an IFA who can help you with a SAS, a small self-administered scheme, they'll have a contact. If you're looking for a particular funder, they should know one and they ought to know one. If you're looking for a good solicitor, for example, for, for conveyancing or commercial contracts, they will know these people because they're in the sector, they've got skin in the game, and they'll also keep uh, on top of current affairs linked to and related to property. So to find someone who is a property investor and an accountant is fantastic, brilliant. You should ask this question. Number 12, do they offer fixed fees? Now, a big bugbear of most clients and people out there is working with accountants and solicitors. Every time I call up, the clock goes on, da, 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 time ticks, 
And before I know it, I've racked up a bill of 500, 700, 1,000, 1,500 quid, and I can't even see what, what I've got in return. So ask your accountant if they do fixed fees. Fixed fees are good because it, you have clarity on over exactly how much you're going to pay. They know how much they get paid for the service. And as long as you reach an agreement there, they have the benefit of being as efficient as they can. And the more efficient they are, the more profit they make or the better their margins. And you don't pay a penny extra for the efficiency. You just pay what you've agreed, usually by monthly standing order, direct debit or some other means. But at least you're not going to get surprise bills because I know from experience, clients hate surprise bills. So fixed fees is an important one. Ask your client or potential, sorry, ask your accountant or your potential accountant if they do fixed fees. If they don't, ask them if they're willing to do fixed fees because that is incredibly important. Number 13, social media presence. Are they on, on social media? Now, caveat here, this is not the be all and end all of everything. If they're not on social media, that doesn't mean they're not good. If they are on social media, it doesn't mean they are good. What it does mean is two obvious things. One, if they're putting information out there, they're probably reasonably good because they've got that information or they research the information and they're sharing it with people. So they are open to giving out information without charging for it. So they're pretty confident in their skills and you get to kind of see the person in kind of flesh like you are with me now. And you can see the kind of way they respond to, question, respond to questions, if they're making videos, how they come across on video. No, we're not trained actors, we're not specialists, but I'm just like anybody else. I'm not the best person on video, but at least you can get an idea of how I come across. It's for some, it, it might fit for them. Some might say, nah, don't like Shazzy's style. Absolutely fine, it makes it easier for me. Those who don't, don't like my style, don't need to work with me, those who do, are gonna be a better fit. And that's absolutely fine as well, by the way. And also, uh, it gives you a good impression of the kind of person they are, because if they are on social media, they'll share some personal stuff usually. I don't do much of that, by the way, but they might share about, you know, if they've got pets, the kind of holidays they go on, if they've got children, their hobbies, interests, all that kind of stuff. So you get to know more about them. And before you know it, you might support the same football team. You might realize you both like golf or cricket or whatever, rugby, or some other shared interest in art, history, or whatever, reading books. And that's going to help you create a better connection. So social media gives you a bit of a better insight into the kind of person they are. But don't be fooled just by social media. Just because they're on social media, doesn't mean they're going to be good, but it gives you an insight and an idea into the type of person and the type of firm that you may be wanting to work with. Number 14, ask them for quantifiable tax savings. So this is, give me a list of all your clients and a list of how much money you've saved in the last year, two years or three years, because most firms won't want to do that. But you could say, can you give me two or three examples over the last year or two years where you've saved a client some money in property and share with me what you did. So you don't want names or anything else, any personal information, just a scenario. This is what happened. This is what the problem was. This is what the challenge was. And this is what we did to help our clients. That's going to give you an insight to the kind of work and the ability that they have and how they could possibly help you and others. So some quantifiable savings. Again, it doesn't have to be taxed, by the way. It could be somebody wanted funding. We help with them. It could be somebody was stuck with a contract or a negotiation. If we help them, it could be somebody was stuck with an, an estate agent or something else, and we showed them a better way to structure the deal, and they made it work. Or we helped them with their business plan. It could be a whole host of things 
But asking them for two or three examples and scenarios is going to give you an insight to that type of firm you're looking to work with and how good they actually are. Next one is to ask other experts in the industry who you know, whether you've been on their training courses or they've become friends or they're online, ask them who they would recommend because usually other experts, i.e. solicitors, IFAs, deal sources, trainers, and other, many others will know some good accountants and other good experts. So ask them, who do you use or who would you recommend I talk to or can you give me a list of two or three accountants who you know are pretty good, are property invested and specialize in working with property investors and I'd like to talk to them. And usually those people come across a lot of different experts and they'll be able to give you a good referral or at least get refer two or three people to you who you can talk to. Number 16, ask the firm to give you testimonials and case studies. Detailed example of what they've done for other clients in the world of property. Once they give that to you, say, do you mind if I contact two or three of them? Now, no firm wants you to ring 16 of their clients and ask them how good is firm A, B and C because their clients aren't there to sell for them and their clients are busy, they don't want to be bothered. But if you said, can I speak to two or three of your best clients and just have a, have a chat with them? Most firms will say, well, you can speak to two or three of them. Here you go, here's an, either a, a list of 10, only call two or three, let us know which ones you're gonna call because we don't need to call all of them. Or they'll say, I'll introduce you to two or three of our clients who are either on our website or in our case studies or who work well with us and you can talk to them ring those people up, have a chat, you'll get a fantastic insight into the type of firm they are because the clients don't have any reason to mislead you. They're gonna give you honest uh, feedback in terms of what the firm does well, what the firm doesn't do well, how long they've been with the firm, all that information that you require. Nothing beats a good case study and testimonial, especially when you, when you can talk to people. Number 17, extremely important, are they the right fit? Do they communicate in the way that you like communication to be received? Are they the type of personality that you get on well with? Personality isn't the strongest point of accountants. You might have already gathered that. If you haven't, uh, let me break that news to you right now. But is it the type of personality that kind of works with you and for you? Does the communication work for you? Could you get on with them? Because remember, they are one of your key trusted advisors. You'll be talking to them regularly, maybe monthly, maybe bi-monthly, maybe quarterly, maybe more frequently. Can you put up with them? If you can't, the wrong firm. Move on to the next one. Number 18, give them a scenario and say, let me share a scenario with you and I'll be interested how you would address this. So it could be a problem situation or something else that happened in your life, in your business, linked with obviously accountancy or finance or tax and say, how would you deal with this? And then ask them to explain why they've gone with that particular option or that uh, line of advice. That's gonna give you an example of how they think. It's also gonna give you an example of how quick they are on their feet and how experienced they are, because the more experienced they are, the sharper they are, they'll be able to kind of get through that scenario pretty quickly and usually ask you five questions before they give you the answer to understand the scenario better. You'll be thinking, this is the type of person I want to work with because they've asked me good questions to understand my situation or understand this particular scenario. And then they've answered the question and then they give me a good reason for why they've chosen what they've chosen. That may not be the answer you were looking for, but at least you can understand their train of thought and you think, yeah, this is the type of person I really want to work with. Number 19, talk to more than one firm. 
interview them, pick three firms, have a chat, see which one you feel comfortable with. All of the points I've mentioned so far, how many of those do they tick? Not every single firm is going to tick every single point, by the way. But the firm that ticks the most points, at least you've got some criteria. One may tick five, one may tick seven, one may tick 11. So the one that ticks 11 might, obviously you think from the three that, that you've interviewed or, or talked to, the one with 11 might be the right one, or you might feel the one with four might be the right one because there's other things that you consider important, which that firm you think offers and the others don't. So the tick list is just a, as a guide. It's not 100% as in you have to follow it step by step. And if the one that gets the most ticks is the best one, I'm just sharing some information with you on the things you ought to be looking out for. Number 20, and this is a big one. How comfortable are they with technology? Do they adopt to and adapt to new technology well? Because as an investor, you want to be at the cutting edge of that. And you want to make sure there's any new software coming out, new technology coming out, that the firm that you use embraces it because you're going to get a, a, a better service. Your information will be better protected and you'll be able to use efficiencies or introduce efficiencies in your business. If you're, if you're working with a firm of dinosaurs, forgive me for saying that, okay, that still use kind of handwritten ledgers, they might not be the firm for you. Or they might be the firm for you, either or. Usually people are looking for uh, accountants and other professionals who are forward-thinking, progressive, and who adopt technology quickly and well, and then share that with their clients. So those are my top 20 things I think you should be looking for in your accountant. So if your accountant doesn't offer these, maybe have a conversation and try and encourage them to offer a few more of these. If you're looking for a new accountant, take this list and see how many of the things that they offer. And hopefully this is going to help you pick the right firm for you over a very long term. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.